3: time for football news here on the Kreckman and Lindahl show. Let's dive right into it. It is day number one of the NFL season. We are one hour and 10 minutes away from Lions,
2: Chiefs, Sands, Travis Kelsey. Go ahead, Spring. Yeah, we'll start with that. Uh, Time for the high five brought to you by Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it is never ordinary at Bet365. And the NFL season kicks off tonight. No Travis Kelsey. He has been ruled out for tonight's game, due to his knee injury, Chris Jones has not reached a uh, agreement on a new contract extension with the Chiefs, but he will be at the game tonight. He will be at Arrowhead Stadium watching the game from his suite, apparently, at Arrowhead. Since 2018, when Mahomes took
3: over as Casey's full time quarterback, Travis Kelsey has played 200 offensive snaps more than any other skill position player in the NFL. This is one of the most durable players in the league. However, there is a sample size, Andy, of 683 offensive snaps that Mahomes has played without Kelsey since 2018, since he took over as the full-time starter. Here we go. Here's some comparison. Yards per play with Kelsey, 6.7. Without Kelsey, 5.0. Okay, yards per attempt with Kelsey 8.2, without Kelsey 7.1. Yards per completion with Kelsey 12.4, without Kelsey 10.6. Just a little bit of a sample size. He sucks without Kelsey. <laughs> you
0: know what I think? That's that <laughs> I know those to, numbers are still pretty good. Nate, that speaks to the fact that, that it just tells you how much he loves throwing to Travis Kelsey, but yeah. sometimes not having the guy. Just forces you to go other places and spread it around. That's all. And we know he can do it.
3: Yeah. Like, is your offense going to be as good without your Hall of Fame tight end? No. Okay. That's intuitive. We all get that part of it. Is it? (laughs) It's still going to be awesome.
0: Because it's not just Kelsey. It's the speed they bring to the equation. Now, I don't know how much of that they have without Tyree Kill, but Isaiah Pacheco is still pretty fast, right? They probably got some
3: speedy rookie we don't know about. can fly. That's why they drafted him in the second round. That's, oh, my
0: gosh. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm so sick of having a crazy
3: They're going to be fine. They're four-and-a-half-point favorites. The Lions are the darlings of the NFL going into this game.
0: The only thing. The only thing that maybe gets the Chiefs tonight, it's not even the X's and O's for me. It's, do you get caught up in the pageantry? Is there a little of that high school yearbook, remember when kind of crap going on? Yeah. You don't quite get up for the game and they get you. And you know what? It still won't matter. I, I am so scarred by that team that I dislike so much. But I do believe they could go 0-4 to start the year and still win the damn division.
3: Uh, by the way, the Chiefs um, 5-0 and in their last five openers, the Lions 1-4. and 4.
0: Yeah, because Andy Reid with time... Andy Reid's like Shanahan. Yep. You give him any length of time to plan for you, Andy Reid's got the great record after the bye, too. Mm-hmm. And this is... He's had a great record like his whole coaching career after the bye.
3: Anytime he has time, he he will go out and he will kick ass and he's got the best player in football so um i still like the chiefs tonight with or without kelsey i was taking them tonight anyway i'm laying the points with kansas city four and a half yeah line moved two points once kelsey was out of there the sharps got on it quickly and good for them um i'm looking forward to it nbc tonight 620 start
2: High five. All right, here's the real big NFL news of the day, and I'm going to read this from page six because there are some interesting notes in here. uh, By Ollie Coleman, Bill Belichick and longtime love Linda Holiday have awkward breakup. Page Six hears that the legendary Patriots coach has split with his longtime love, but the boss's love woes are causing stormy seas around his usually peaceful Nantucket existence, and they're even making team execs nervy. Six-time Super Bowl champ Belichick has been with Holiday since 2007, but we hear that they've been involved in a drawn-out, back-and-forth breakup for nearly a year. In fact, we're told Holiday has been uh, staying at his home lately despite the split complicating matters is that Southern Gal Holiday has got to be very fond of his New England, of uh, his New England Haven Nantucket during the romance and isn't keen on leaving the tight-knit island community just because she's no longer with Belichick. We're told she wants to stick around.
3: I love listening to Spring reading the trash way that uh, Page Six writes yeah, this yeah. stuff. Are That's we getting
0: good. a new bit as, as we speak? Spring reads Page
3: but Six. Spring reads the tabloids. <laughs> yes. He's here for the trash. By the way, how about that for a Costanza-like confluence of events? She's from the South, but she loves Nantucket. She doesn't want to leave. Worlds colliding! <laughs>
2: Exactly, exactly. Um, Let me continue here. Uh, Meanwhile, it's also a delicate situation for business reasons. Not only does Holiday head his Bill Belichick Foundation, but she also has something of a history of oversharing on social media in 2021 she made headlines for criticizing tom brady during his time at his new team the buccaneers adding fuel to speculation that beef between belichick and brady had driven the most successful quarterback in history away from the pats after the bucks won the super bowl a fan wrote on instagram too bad bill let tom go and linda holiday shot back and You have all the answers, evidently. Tom didn't score last night, not once. Defense won that game. Were you even watching? She went full Karen Stafford on that one. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're told that the executives with the Patriots are nervously wondering what Linda Holiday might choose to muse about online next. Well,
3: good thing that Bill's not on SnapFacer yearbook. He's going to be just fine. He won't even know that it's happening. He'll be giving you, a uh, nine-minute and fifty-one-second soliloquy on the long snap. Oh, I
0: sent you that. <laughs> God, he was so happy to talk about that. Um, has he got some weird fetish. Are we? I mean, we're we gonna get a Rex Ryan deal. Remember when Wes Welker was making making fun of the Rex Ryan feet thing?
3: Yeah, the cracks about we the We've to get something like that revealed. Is that everybody's nervous? Are we? Are we gonna find out that he doesn't take the hoodie off during? He's a socks nice. man. <laughs> Whoa. He's got those old man what are those
0: things that used to attach to your socks? Those strap things. It was like a male Stirrups. garter. <laughs> yeah. Third nipple on the
3: back. <laughs> the back nipple, I mean. What? <laughs> what is she?
0: What has she got? I love all this. I love I love again spring reads it in like newsman Newsman tone of voice as they talk about the nervous Patriot executives who who? What could he have that's worse than what crap has already been Seriously. revealed for Seriously. What are you nervous about? <laughs> His grippy socks
3: <laughs> he hates slipping on the uh, hardwood, okay?
0: He, he he wears, is it copper tone? What's
3: the thing? Compression Favre, socks? Yeah.
0: He's got the Favre socks.
3: He's <laughs> had the same pair of tighty whitey since the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> what can be so shocking about Belichick? Almost... Nothing would shock me when it comes to Belichick, by the way. I, I don't know if you could surprise me. Yeah when it comes to the dude He eats hungry man dinners <laughs> nightly. Come on I've already seen the inside of his home. He's got wicker furniture. Yeah,
0: man, and a cute dog It's straight out of bosom buddies from the 70s. I think I got a feel for the guy
3: Worried about what she's gonna write on the internet
0: <sighs> We skipped over Chris Jones is gonna watch the game tonight from the stadium. Yep. Isn't that awkward? Is that what he wants is awkward? Did he have to buy tickets? No, he's got a suite. A lot of guys get suites for their family and whatever in the big contracts put into their contract. So I guess he's still got a suite, but you're not honoring your contract. So are you really allowed your
3: suite? Yeah, isn't he getting fined? Yeah. I guess he's not getting fined. He's losing the game check.
0: Hmm. No, I'm just saying, you're not honoring your deal right now. You've decided your deal is null and void, essentially. So, why? So, you don't get the sweet.
3: That should be how that works. You I have feel to like.
0: show up and play in the game to get the
3: sweet unless injured. So, what says he watches T mom a driver buff. By the way, the, the quotes from the, the Chiefs are just like, eh, we need him by the playoffs. We're cool Yes We'll sit on this I
0: don't think anything prior to Halloween stresses this team out at all
3: No, I don't think it does either. It makes me sick They get Jones back for the postseason They go on a run They do what they need to do And they don't bend it all on the contract That's probably how this whole thing ends up
2: High five our old friend Joe Flacco talking to ESPN. I won't read this entire quote, but the short of it is he says, "Listen, I can still play and the fact that I'm not with a team right now can actually be a good thing. So if somebody gets hurt, they can call Joe Flacco." Is
3: he just now entering his call prime? A strong- <laughs> Who did we just have? Call the Ramos law firm. Yes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not wrong. I, I can see, Hold on. I can see Joe Flacco. Someone could call him, yes. Being the Manders quarterback by week 12, sure. But haven't we
0: well established if you've got a young guy, you ain't bringing him in. Young guy better be hurt because he's not helping anybody. Exactly.
3: That that's Somebody has gotten so ravaged at the position, you know, Josh Dobbs and Clayton Toon are both on life support. Hey, let's call up Joe Flacco. You no, know,
0: because even the Cardinals. Well, we don't even want to play he's a Kyler. stationary target.
3: Yeah. Um. It, it's, if you're looking a tank, as the Cardinals are, that's not a bad move. By the way, speaking of the Cardinals, did you see the the quotes from Caleb Williams' dad? I love this dude. This this dude's my new hero. Okay, Carl. Carl Williams. Carl. Cool, Carl. <laughs> cool, Carl. The funky thing about the NFL draft process is, talking about his son Caleb Williams, Heisman Trophy winner, he'd almost be better off not being drafted than being drafted first. The system is completely backwards. The way the system is constructed, you go to the worst possible situation, the worst possible team, the worst organization in the league because of their desire for parity gets the first pick. So it's the gift and the curse, close quote. I love this guy. It's fine. The system will never change. Carl Carl Williams is my new hero. The NFL draft is immoral and they need to blow it up.
0: They won't because the NFL loves it for selling hope to their downtrodden franchises with those top picks. Yeah. Uh, It's too big a TV show. That's also on the owner's minds. Mm -hmm. And trust me the Players Association, led by veteran players, do not want these rookies getting cool free agent deals to come and go to new teams for money that they want going to veterans.
3: You won't break that union. Everything you just said is true. It doesn't change the fact that the NFL draft is a grift. It's fine. It's not going to change. failure, it's wrong, man. You're sending these quarterbacks to the worst organizations. Like, if baker mayfield i'm i'm serious i'll use baker mayfield as an example here if he gets drafted by or if he signs with or can choose to go play for a decent organization he's a good nfl quarterback today he ended up in cleveland okay that that's why he's in this mess an organization by the way that went out of their way to go and get deshaun watson like it's it's wrong trevor lawrence Thank God they fixed it and got rid of Urban Meyer, but Trevor Lawrence was about to flame out of the league, okay? like this He's dead right about this. Caleb Williams is better off not being in the NFL than playing for the Cardinals.
0: You have given me hot defensive takes for Jimmy Garoppolo and Baker Mayfield in the last two days. I don't even know where we are anymore.
3: Organizations fail players, not the other way around. I'm telling you. Caleb Williams is better off not being in the league than being an Arizona Cardinal. Oh, I don't doubt that, but again, it has to do with the owner. Look at Kyler's situation right now. He's dead right about this. No, but the NFL draft should go up in flames. But it won't. It never will. I know it
2: won't, but it's a terrible process. We all know that it is. All right. High five. Give me a lottery. (laughs) All right, we'll finish on this one. Uh, Matthew Stafford talking to the media today, and he was asked for the first time about his wife's uh, Kelly's comments on the fact that he's having trouble connecting with his younger teammates. What is Matt's reaction to that?
1: No, I think more probably from you guys than anything else. I was going to come out here with a newspaper under my arm and some spectacles, <laughs> <laughs> just to kind of set the mood. But it turns out you can't even find a newspaper around here, so uh, I couldn't do that. So <laughs> uh, I was going to try to have some fun with it, but uh, no, it's it's been great. Uh, I I love coming to work. I love working with these guys, and, and they all know that. Do you is feel something? Do you feel connected? I mean, I I do definitely. Uh, I definitely do love coming. It's a good job. by Stafford,
3: you do a little bit right there. You get the five reporters laughing at you and you, you move on with it. Stafford handled it. Well,
0: he got an upper level media laugh. You did. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. It's too bad. He
3: didn't come through with the props though.
0: Yeah, how do you not find a paper? You and can't Nate
3: still get to paper. You don't have an L.A. Times somewhere in L.A.? You can't send a kid out to a 7-Eleven to pick up a paper, a USA Today gotta or be something? something? Yeah,
0: there's an intern somewhere some, doing something. Unbelievable. You can't fake one. By the way, mm-hmm. listener noticed something. What's that? Well, I'll have to show you on the other side. I'm not sure if it happened or not.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: We may have just got good luck again. I'm going to have to check this out. Plus, our buddy Holden Kushner. Uh, we're talking Broncos props, Lions Chiefs next.
2: Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Krekman and
3: Lindahl. Chiefs-Lions, we are 50 minutes or so away from kickoff of game number one of the NFL season. Kansas City, a a four-and-a-half-point home favorite in this matchup against the Lions. Um, Actually, I've seen the number go down to four in favor of the Chiefs. 52-and-a-half is the total on this matchup. We're talking about that, plus we're talking Buffs-Huskers. We're talking Broncos, Raiders, and much more. Our buddy Holden Kushner of Run Pure Sports joins us right now on the Ramos Law Hotline. Car accident? You need Ramos Law medical doctor and attorney. RamosLaw.com. Um, yeah, our buddy Holden Kushner
1: with us right now. Holden, what's up, dude? Mister Krekman, Mister Lindall, it's been a little while. What the heck's going on? It's a great time of year. And these Bucks are the big story. The Broncos are going to try and be good this year for once. This is a fun time of year, buddy. I'm really, really excited about this
3: chief Lions game tonight. Um, Yeah, because we've got a Thursday night matchup right here. The no Kelsey thing line moved a couple of points a few days ago when it seemed obvious uh, or likely at least that this could happen. Now it's gone down from four and a half to four. Um, What's your, what's your read on this game and the way the Kelsey thing um, is going to impact the potential outcome?
1: So, a couple of things here. During the offseason, I hit that number of plus seven. So, I got the Lions plus seven. I do like the Lions to cover that. I would not bet it at four. Second thing is, how is Travis Kelsey worth two points to a line? We're talking about a tight end here. I could see if Patrick Mahomes was worth two, three, four, five points to a line. He's completely different. He's on another level. Jared Goff, you know, what would Jared Goff be worth to a line? Would he be worth two points to a line? The fact that Kelsey has moved this line so much is absolutely mind-boggling, especially considering the fact that Mahomes in the past has had to spread around. Now, this is his wide receiver one, but if you go back and look at his numbers and the season opener, he has been absolutely immaculate Uh, just a little bit. I shouldn't say I'm surprised that this line moved so much because people love to overreact, but I think it did move too much. Holden, um,
0: I want to jump a little college football because I saw something earlier in the week in a tweet that said the Buffs-Huskers game is taking in a huge haul and at the time was outdoing the NFL games. Have you seen that there? Have you seen, have you got any idea what kind of money people are throwing down on this kind of
1: renewed rivalry game this weekend? Well, funny you should say that, Andy, because uh, Mark Springer, your amazing producer, he texted me, goes, here's what the guys want to talk about. So I called my guy at Circa in Las Vegas, and he said, yeah, uh, there were more tickets earlier in the week on that Colorado team than there were on any single team in the NFL uh, at his book. Now, with that being said, though, that has changed. That has changed with football, the NFL upon us tonight. We've got the Chiefs, the public team going out there. But I do think that it just speaks to the impact of Deion Sanders in a nationally televised victory by your bus. I mean, this is just absolutely stunning, the fact that they went out there and won that game on national television. And now that Deion Sanders hype train that was already big is basically out of control. So it does not surprise me that so many people are backing Colorado against Nebraska And I'll tell you, I I normally would not be watching a Colorado-Nebraska game on a Saturday. I've got other things to do. I will be doing that this weekend
3: a different world man it, it just it's a different world that we're that we're talking about right now CU has become must watch television line has swung now to the buffs being a three-point favorite huskers put up all the 10 points in week one against minnesota but a terrific defensive effort uh for nebraska CU hung 45 on the road and now they're about to come back home uh what's your what's your lean on this game
1: this is very very interesting because the early ticket count was uh three one 3-1 on the Buffalo. So everybody's back in the Buffalo's here. I really must say that I think Nebraska in this situation with Colorado maybe a little too confident coming in here. I would not be surprised to see Nebraska steal this. I think that the total was the interesting thing. I'm not as concerned, or I'm not as interested in the side in this game, which basically is a toss-up. I think the total was the way to go, opening at 57 and a half, and now you might even see it at 60. So, to me, the total is what is interesting. If you think Colorado's going to win, I think you go to the over. If you think Nebraska's going to win, I would not be surprised if you bet the under.
0: What's your favorite NFL bet of the weekend?
1: Uh, well, it was Lions plus every ticket. How about Aaron Jones? How about an Aaron Jones anytime touchdown? This Ooh. guy has absolutely dominated the Bears in the past. If you don't know who Aaron Jones is, people... Uh, watch the NFL. He's the Packers running back. He has owned the Bears in the past. They've got Jordan Love under center. I can't imagine they're going to throw the ball 40 times with him. So I think Jones is a guy that will get the ball uh, quite a bit here. You can look at his rushing props and his receiving props as well. I will be digging into that as we get closer to Sunday. But I think him getting in the box this week, Jordan Love, two of his top receivers, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, dealing with some soft tissue hammy injuries. Yeah, Aaron Jones, get in the box, give it to me, plus 135 or so, maybe plus 140.
3: Talking to our buddy Holden Kushner here on the Ramos Law Hotline, getting you set uh, for your NFL and college football weekend from a wagering perspective. Taking a look at Broncos Raiders, Denver, three-point favorites, 44 the total on that game, which uh, that's a massive total uh, by Denver Broncos standards in recent seasons. Um, taking a look at this game, Holden, the number that jumped out at me that, uh, that I was all over, Russ over 15 and a half rushing yards against the Raiders. I think slim down Russ could be surpassing that in the first quarter.
1: hundred percent, buddy. That's a great call right there. We saw what Peyton wants Russell Wilson to do. Use your legs more, man. Use your legs more. So I think if you got in at that 15 and a half, that's a great price. We've also heard Sean Peyton say that he wants Russell Wilson to, to run more. So perfect job out of you. I, I think that is a great bet, Nate. Uh, hopefully I didn't jinx it for you, but yeah, uh, I will take that. I will take that any time, 15 and a half great number. And it's almost like the books didn't concentrate. Maybe they just looked at what happened last year, rushing attempts too. Uh, What did they set his rushing attempts at? I'll go look at that because uh, I can see him run the ball. If if this thing set at four and a half or lower. Yeah. we're, We're going over there. I see him running at least five times in that game. I like Hunter Renfro, too. No one's talking about Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro receptions. This guy was just a target monster before he got hurt last year, the last year and a half. Now he's got Jimmy G, Captain Check, down there. So those are two guys I like. Love your Russell Wilson bet. I think Hunter Renfro has got to be on the radar.
3: Funny, second day in a row that somebody has come yeah. on this show and talked up Hunter Renfro this year. The there we go. Raiders guy the brought him one? up
0: too. Who was
1: the
3: other genius? That, that was our buddy Adam Hill of the Las Vegas Review-Journal. So I was oh. I was excusing him away as being too close to the situation. But uh, now we're getting nothing but Renfro love on this show.
0: All right, so if we're going to talk right. Raiders, Holden, what do you think about Max Crosby for Defensive Player of the Year? I know that's getting some run on the NFL Network anyway. What would you like would you put it down there, or do you have another, maybe, uh, you know, a dark horse that you would go after?
1: What are you getting in that line out with Max Crosby? Because I'm going to need, I'm gonna need some pretty heavy money, and I love this dude. I think he's absolutely disruptive. I think that he is a great defensive player, but when it comes to defensive player of the year, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you right now who my guy is. I'm going back. Patrick Sertan. I, I, I liked it last year at the price. The teams are just not going to be throwing his direction. We now have a couple of years of data on how great this guy is, and this is not a Broncos-biased bet here. I truly think he is the best cornerback in the National Football League, and he's going to put up the numbers, whether they stay away from him, interceptions. It doesn't matter. I think Sertan takes that next step. If you want a Broncos bet this year for a future, it's Patrick Sertan defensive player of the
3: year you know it's not without precedent because uh stefan gilmore won this award a couple of years ago it's typically and and you see it priced that way like this is an award that goes to the sack guys crosby at 18 to 1 micah parsons is such a ridiculous favorite um on on that particular future that it's almost not even necessarily worth it to bet him. miles garrett gets a ton of love nick bosa gets a ton of love but again like uh, the the, the past happy nature of the league, the importance of the cornerback position, uh, Sertan at plus 4,000. It's it's something that I've taken a look at here. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh,
0: let me throw something at you two guys, though. And look, this is a name that comes out of nowhere. But holding it with some what some of what Nate laid out there, would it be the worst bet to just throw five dollars, let's say down on a Randy Gregory. He plays in a division with Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes, and even Josh. Josh can't help himself but throw the football when he gets inside the red zone. It's one of his problems. Josh Jacobs or not, McDaniels loves to throw the ball inside the five-yard line. So my point being, there should be plenty of opportunities to rack up the sacks. Could you talk yourself into a Randy Gregory $5 bet, even though I don't think anybody in the world thinks he's got a shot at it?
1: Uh, uh, getting a sack this week or the defense? No, player I mean,
0: defensive year? player of the year. If no, the guy no, stays healthy, on, he's a former this cowboy. And I get it, but I'm just saying, yeah. you paid money to bring this pass rusher in and be your top pass rusher.
1: Yeah. Is it, boy, you hate it. Not even coffee money on that thing, Holden? No, because he can't stay on the field. I mean, a guy that can stay on the field. And Randy Gregory has just proven that he can't. Would wouldn't it be awesome this year if he could? I mean, you talk about a great pass rush specialist, but we haven't seen him there. If you want to, you know, people waste $5 all the time. So if you want to do it, <laughs> and it, it, it should be, it should be one in a million. So if you put $5 down, you should get 5 million back.
3: Plus 12,500. There you go. Well, well-priced. Price to move right there. Randy Gregory for DPOY. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I'm just saying that's supposed to be their top pass rusher, and he should be able to rack up some sacks. But I, look, I love I love Sertan. I just don't know how long it's going to be before a corner wins it again. How many pick sixes does he need? I'll ask both of you. How many pick sixes for him to win that?
3: Seven? Two. <laughs> two. Yeah, two, three, something like that. Yeah. It, it's got to it's gotta be a healthy, healthy number right Look, there. Look,
1: Tlaib had a couple of them just in 2015. Know, he wasn't it. the guy.
3: Um, he had like four uh, or five. This
1: guy's special. This guy's special. He's the one guy that I think can can win it outside of the pass, pass rushing specialist. And if the Broncos' defense is good this year and this team is actually – in the playoff hunt most of the year and people start realizing how great this kid is. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's going to be in the mix.
3: So since 2011, because there was a weird mm-hmm. run before that, but since 2011 we've had two non pass rush dudes win the award. Mm-hmm. Um, one was Stefan Gilmore that we mentioned before. The other one was a middle linebacker. Do you guys remember who it is? A middle linebacker 2013. So that was the year the
0: Broncos went to the Super Bowl and had, okay. So is it the Seattle? Who would have? Bobby, uh, Bobby. Not
3: Wagner. You were looking for Luke Kuechly Oh. In 2013. 2013 NFL Defensive Player of the Year from the Carolina Panthers. But outside of that, again, uh, since Terrell Suggs in 2011, it's all pass rush dudes. Middle linebackers, kind of a thing of the past, and corners. Yeah, I mean, Gilmore got it in what was obviously a very weird year, but this, this is largely a pass rush award. Again, that's why there's a good price on Patrick Sertan. Holden Kushner, everybody. On Twitter, at Holden Kushner, that's where you get him. Joining us on the Ramos Law Hotline. Holden, good stuff, buddy. Thank you.
1: Good to talk to both of you, Andy. Good luck with your boss. Nate, good luck with life. Mark Springer, you're amazing. Check out <laughs> Rumpgearsports.com. Rumpier-sports. You don't know how
0: much he needs <laughs> the good luck with life after this <laughs> no week. Kidding, you have
3: no man. idea. No kidding.
0: Did he win? <laughs> yeah, he won, didn't he? No. It's no. Been, my
3: man's been loaded up. Let's no. just say that. No, no. I'm losing it. everything. Holden, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> you, know, you know what I Googled last night? This will is, this is, give everybody just a little peep into the, into the world. This is what I Googled last night. How to get vomit smell out of leather? That's fun. <laughs> yeah. Out of leather? <laughs> out of leather. Mm-hmm. Good
0: luck there. I'm struggling. Rich
3: Corinthian leather or <laughs> just you run in the mill leather? You know I don't. I don't know the quality of bovine. What is a Corinthian cow? I <laughs> mean, is that, you know, are but, they living? Are they are they living fine? Is that why that is? Isn't that the capital planet in Star Wars? No, um, remember
0: it was. Was it that the uh, Corellia? Excuse me, Ricardo Corellia. Montalban didn't he used to talk about rich Corinthian, Corinthian leather? Corinthian leather? Wasn't that a thing in Cars? Once upon a time, Cadillacs.
3: Well, <laughs> e- either way, mine now smells like pee. You don't think I've been in a Cadillac? <laughs> I sprinkled baking soda on it and yeah, left it overnight. That doesn't, that doesn't sound like enough to me. Um, did you Febreze it? I did. No, I did not do that. I'll maybe get a quick little. I'm um, I'm running out of options here, okay? <laughs> that's all I'm saying. That's just that's a thing that I did this week. All right. Give all you right. a little bit of an indication. Yes. So, oh, I know. I've heard. So, hey, you know what? Hopefully the Chiefs cover tonight and I'll be in a better mood. It's Craig and Lindall. Text Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Jump on the Shop Mazda text line. 303-504-0925. Mazda. One price, one person, one hour. Tomorrow, Craigman and Lindahl will be out on the road. We'll be joining you on the show from Valor Christian High School because we got high school football tomorrow night right here on Altitude Sports Radio. High school football debuting. Myself, Matt McChesney, will be on the call. Valor Christian and Fairview kickoff at 7 o'clock. First game of an eight-game schedule we'll have for you here on Altitude Sports Radio. It's all presented to you by Wisterra Credit Union and Slim Chickens. High school football on Friday lives on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Valor Christian going into the year, a surprising, uh, going into this matchup, a surprising 0-2 against 2-0 Fairview. The Knights... And the Eagles going it, head to head. It already gets interesting in high school football. Yep, it uh, doesn't take very long. So we're very much looking forward to that. Who do you got tonight? Chiefs Lions. I I don't know. I gotta go Chiefs. <laughs> I don't know. You sound so beaten. Anytime, it's this is. I'm not enjoying this era of football right now. This, I am not. This is tough
0: on you. This, yes,
3: I it, cannot
0: and, stand that. That team having Kansas City, nothing about it,
3: and the the fine denizens of Arrowhead Stadium be as good as they are. It's been challenging for you. If
0: you're a Denver resident, Mm -hmm. do you realize the glass chewing going on with both the Chiefs and the Vegas Knights is two of the championship holders in leagues I care about.
3: The And what's funny is you hear this from the Kansas city people all the time of like, Hey, welcome to our world. We had to watch Elway. We had to watch Manning. Now, you know, like all all of that. I don't, I don't think that helps.
0: No, I I wasn't looking to join your world. I liked my world. No, I feel like I got evicted out of the nice
3: neighborhood. Has it made it follow me on this for a minute. Has it made it any better that at least like the Broncos have been hopeless. (laughs) Like if, if, if Denver was winning was was winning against everybody else but like losing big games against the Chiefs it could be even more painful.
0: Sure. Does maybe. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I've been Well, no, we've been there. Yeah. We've been there. There was a time, you know, the Chiefs had Montana for a couple times. But all I would ask for right now cuz this is where we've been, whether you like it or not. Just split the damn series with your divisional teams. They used to be pretty good at that, were the yeah. Broncos. Yeah. They would split with the Raiders. They would split with the Chiefs. They There aren't a lot of Bronco t- uh, teams other than the Manning teams that actually won in KC. John Elway's
3: team struggled mightily in KC. What's so odd is the Broncos have played the Chargers fine. They haven't beaten the Chiefs in 15 consecutive games, but at least the Chiefs have been good. The weird one is six in a row against the Raiders. Yeah. That's inexplicable. Because now... The Raiders have stunk. Right. Yes. I guess there was one playoff team sprinkled in there, but it was a Derek Carr, get your ass kicked in the wildcard round playoff. Yeah. Team. You know, like, it, it wasn't a good one. No. That, that's, that's just what the Raiders have been.
0: Well, and how many times have we been stuck... You and I have been sitting there saying lose to the Raiders so you get your better draft pick because they played at the end of the year so many times. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you right now, and we'll get into more of it tomorrow, but I I don't want to overhype a game in a 17-game season with 16 left to go, but let's be honest. They need this. I will give you credit. You called it last year. You had the dumb field goal decision. You never really got away from that last year after that happened, and Sean Payton... Dude, don't start like Fangio did. Fangio went to Oakland, got his bottom kicked. A lot of what he did didn't make sense. Now, I don't expect really either to happen. But, you know, hey, the Raiders may not be anyone's playoff darlings except for Will Compton, but they don't stink, okay? This is a team that... You know, you look at the two rosters. You laid it out yesterday. When it comes to true top-level NFL superstars, more of them right now reside on the Raiders' side of the ball.
3: How about last year, the NFL saying... Russell Wilson going back to Seattle is a marquee television matchup that we need to put on Monday Night Football here in week one. And this year, Broncos, Raiders, CBS, Sunday afternoon, Tom McCarthy, James Lofton, Jay Feely Tiffany Blackman, your crew that they'll be sending to Denver to call this one. It's well, a different world. The
0: Raiders have a new notable quarterback, a guy in Jimmy Garoppolo. He's, he's seen some winning with the Niners. Mm-hmm. And the Broncos have... The old coach they took off the sideline, Sean Payton, who seems to be good television for everybody, and it's a 225, as you said on CBS. Yep. And with, with Eagles Pats, that'll be the national game, right? Uh-oh. Clearly
3: by the by the the crew they're getting, it's not the national game. Yeah, I would assume so. Plus, isn't Bears Packers the, the the Fox game in the afternoon? So yeah, it's you know, the the Broncos are gonna be a little bit buried in this situation. Yeah, Eagles, Packers, Dolphins, Chargers. Is also a game on CBS. That's two teams that most people look at and say they're likely to be playoff teams. Playoff
0: skin in the game there. Mm -hmm.
3: Um, That's going to do it for the Crackman and Lindahl show here this afternoon. Thanks to everybody who tuned in to the show. Uh, Very excited to have uh, Ramos Law on board, sponsoring the hotline. So that is excellent for everybody as well. Birdos Blitz is coming up next. Thanks to Bobby Pesceveno. Thanks to Holden Kushner. Thanks to Scott Hastings (laughs) and his revelation. That he spells Andy's last name, Lendahall.
0: Thanks for just walking away from the phone, sitting literally right in front of your face.
3: We will talk to you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Good night, everybody.